episode 12 of This One's For The Working Mama, bringing you the right type of distraction for your daily commute. Join in the movement of working moms who own their choice to work and strive to achieve a life with their soul on fire. Make a conscious effort to fill your daily drive with truth and wisdom that can abolish the working mom guilt for good and find community. I'm Katie Alexander and this is your 8-Minute Devotion. This episode is sponsored by This One's For The Working Mama book. If you want more of The Working Mama and practical tips and guidance to balance your home and work while living a purposeful life, this book is for you. Purchase your copy on Amazon.com or Target.com today. Episode 12, Work Hard, Play Hard. If you've picked up my book, read the summary, or dove into the pages, you'll notice that I say the world places pressure on us to be more, do more, work harder, and strive for fleeting success. I say that this is not living with your soul on fire. I believe all of that to be true, but today's Bible reading may seem to contradict my negative impression of the world's definition of work. So I thought we should talk about work. What is it? Who defines it? How do we set our goals? To begin, I think we need to separate two things. We need to separate work from the workplace. Your work, your life's work, your professional accomplishments, successes, and achievements, they are not your job. Your job is a workplace. It is the physical building, the company, the structure that allows and affords you to do your work. It is the place you work, not the work itself. The work is yours. It doesn't belong to anyone else. And if you move on from your workplace... It goes with you to the next one. Even if the work you do is proprietary for your company, it is still your own. With your unique gifts and talents, you create what no one else can. You were created to work. Work was present from the beginning of mankind, present before sin entered the world, before companies and hierarchies even existed. When God created the earth and the land, It was initially barren because it needed someone to tend to it. Genesis 2.5 says, Neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth, for the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. When God did breathe life into Adam, the word says, The Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. In Genesis 2.15 So work was not a consequence of sin. It was actually the intent of our existence. We were created to work on this earth. Even Eve was created to help Adam cultivate the garden. I don't know about you, but I'm a terrible gardener. I've tried small raised bed gardens, indoor spice gardens, and potted plants. My kids, they love to watch fruits and vegetables grow, so I try time and time again, and if I'm lucky, I can harvest a single tomato. I blame the hot climate and insect-infested state of Florida on my lack of gardening abilities, but I'm grateful that as mankind has developed, God needed different workers other than those cultivating the land. Work has grown from caring for the land to so many new opportunities. When you advance in scripture beyond the first family, King Solomon talks about work in the book of Ecclesiastes. He says, So I saw that there is nothing better for people than to be happy in their work. That is our lot in life. Ecclesiastes 3.22 So work was our lot in life. 
But work includes more than just your workplace. There is kingdom work, the type of work that draws others into the good news of the gospel and brings more of heaven on earth. This type of work is service in your church, your community, and other organizations that preach the good news through helping others. There is the type of work that's in the book of James, the good works, the actions and changes in your attitude, behavior, and speech that comes from knowing God. These works, they don't buy your salvation, but they are the result of a changed heart. So when we get into the Proverbs reading today, I'm going to draw out the verses that talk about hard work, but I hope we've built a new foundation for what that might be referring to. So let's turn to Proverbs chapter 12. A hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies has no sense. Verse 11. Wise words bring many benefits, and hard work brings rewards. Verse 14. Work hard and become a leader. Be lazy and become a slave. Verse 24. When you hear the passages about hard work, it does mean in your workplace. You have an obligation to your employer to perform the job they hired you to do, and you have an obligation to the Lord to work as unto him, not man. This means you have integrity and a God-based work ethic, but it doesn't exclusively mean your workplace. You don't need to take these scriptures or another message to strive for more money, bigger titles, and larger bankrolls at the expense of all the other work that matters. Maybe you are one of those amazing superwomen who can be CEO of a Fortune 500 company and still serve your family, your church, and your community, but that was not my story. While I work hard in all areas of my life, the type of work I want more space for is the work that advances the kingdom of heaven. And because I am a type A people pleaser, I could absolutely get caught up in pouring all of my energy into my workplace, forgetting that my talents and gifts can translate into other fields that I may not get financial reward for. God has used my workplace to cultivate my skills in preparation for bigger works he has for me. For example, my training in writing and giving presentations has equipped me to write a book and host a podcast both of which have very little financial return. My organization and leadership training has equipped me to run a preschool program at our church, completely voluntary. My training and submitting and surrendering to the authority of my boss, even when I think or know that I'm right, has equipped me to prayerfully surrender the authority of our home and finances to my husband. And the list goes on and on. So as you ponder these verses today and what they mean in your own life, I challenge you to consider what skills or talents has God cultivated in your workplace so that you can go out and do the good work he has for you outside of it? Does your schedule or priorities need evaluating to determine where you should be putting in the work? Does your workplace get too much of your work? Or are you just one of those lazy ones? Don't worry, I can't hear your reaction. You're safe and alone with God to get real and honest about what work he has for you. The answer isn't necessarily that you need to quit your job or leave your workplace. Rather, consider where you can take on a second job, the type you do for the glory of the Lord, rather than the success we strive for on earth. Finish strong today and read the rest of Proverbs 12 with this new perspective on work. And thanks for following along on episode 12. 
to be included in all the upcoming episodes, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you want, or give it a quick rating, which helps it be available to more mamas just like you. Stick with me as we continue with these 31 days in the Proverbs. You won't be disappointed.